Welcome, everybody, to a special edition of the Cliff Notes Podcast. I'm your host, Clifton Grooms. We got a special bonus interview that we're going to put out before we put out the pregame show. I had an opportunity this week to catch up with a friend of mine from PrepsKC.com, Dion Clisso. He was a guy that I've been wanting to interview ever since I started this podcast. I've been a big fan of their website. Um, Dion and the team are always doing a bang-up job on PrepsKC.com. We talk about his story. We talk about some of the teams in the Kansas City metro area. They don't really hear too much about on the Cliff Notes podcast. Plus, we break down Mid-Buck, East-Buck, Maryville-Lincoln Prep, among other things. Here's our interview with Dion here shortly. And we're here on the Cliff Notes podcast week seven. It's week seven here and on the um, on the football side. Um, we got Prep KC's Dion Clisson with us. Dion, how are you doing? Doing well. It's, uh, glad to be here. Always a pleasure to have you on, man. Uh, I was telling you off the air here, um, just um, with Preps KC and everything, uh, how big of a fan I am, how much of a motivation it was for me to start my podcast, how much of a bang-up job you guys are doing on that. And um, so talk about um, your story a little bit, um, how you got started into media, and um, how you evolved with Preps KC and how it's evolved to what it is today. Well, uh, I got into the journalism, sports journalism industry when I was about 20 years old in, in about 1991 um, as a part-time kind of stringer, writer, um, pseudo-internship at the Examiner Independence in Blue Springs and learned kind of every little bit of the game there, you know, just covering games and uh, kind of the grind and everything that goes, goes with it. Uh, did that uh, as a part-time guy for a few years. In fact, uh, you know, covered everything, but really kind of did a lot of wrestling uh, there for a while. That kind of became one of my big beats that I always did in the winter to help them out. Um, and then through, through about 1999, that's a couple of years off and, and didn't really cover anything for a while. And then 2002 uh, ended up uh, moving in as the assistant sports editor, um, did that for three, four years, then moved over to the news side. So I was at the newspaper full time uh, for about five, six years and uh, went to, did kind of a private sector job. And then in 2009 uh, was contacted by Brian Johnston, uh, who's the, co-executive director of the Greg Hansen Football Coaches Association, along with Tony Reisinger. And they both partnered in Vision Sports that started the Blue Springs and Blue Springs South broadcast uh, 25 years ago. And they had this hour-long radio or two-hour-long radio show they did every week. It was a preview show, and they needed a host. Asked me if I'd be interested. I said, sure. Uh, in the meantime, from the time I was asked until the, the, the time that uh, we started, I, I got laid off during the Great Recession. And uh, that ended up kind of being one of my main gigs, along with some other things that I was doing at the time. And I uh, found myself spending a lot of time just working to, to fill a two-hour radio show once a week because there wasn't a centralized location for schedules and standings and um, just overall good, solid coverage of Kansas City football. And Brian and I talked about, you know, what what was needed. He talked with coaches because through the Coaches Association, um, he stumbled, you know, worked through a business plan um, and, and, and vetted that out. You know, he's a, he's a business guy, so that's what he does. Um, you know, vetted that out and, and – um, figured out what we needed money-wise and what would make it go to, to have a full-time employee, uh, myself doing that. Uh, and in 2010, in uh, basically July of 2010, we decided we were a go. Uh, we started with the website, prepskc.com. Um, we also had the radio show that was every week, which we still have today. And we also had a magazine that came out every week, which, which was 24 pages. At one point, it was up to 36 pages. Um, we did that for the first four years. And then we got more mobile uh, intensive after that was over and switched to an app, and now we're mobile-friendly on our, our website. But the website is, I call it ESPN.com for high school football in Kansas City Metro. Uh, we have a live scoreboard. We have live stats, of course, game stories and photos and standings, 
schedules. Um, we have a lot more video now than we did when we first started. We have a, a ton of highlights every week uh, from games, uh, video features, a podcast. The podcast ended up being uh, one of the things that really took off from day one, just little quick interviews, be it long form or short form, um, with people and coaches. And, and so that's kind of where we're at now. We're in our 11th season. Um, it's, it's a great way to have a job. I, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't trade it for anything else. It's fun. Um, this has been a challenging year for everyone. Uh, but, uh, it's exciting to see how everyone has worked hard to get on the football field and, and face the challenges that they have. Um, definitely. Um, let's talk about the challenges though. I mean, you know, you guys aren't the only ones that are dealing with it. You know, all the media here in Northwest Missouri, you know, we're dealing with it, you know, with COVID related issues, cancellations, uh, teams need to fill games. Talk about how that's been, how you how you and the website have just been able to adjust to that, having to change on the fly. Well, it's kind of funny. Uh, you record on my radio show every week, and last week I cut and you know, pasted the wrong phone number into the spreadsheet I use for my guys when they you know, make the calls to get the coaches lined up. And, and they were giving me a hard time this week, like, are we all, all these phone numbers right? Is this right? And I go, well, so here's the problem. The the thing about running something like Preps KC, the, the bedrock of everything is a schedule that's decided way in advance, and you work off of that schedule. So when you're changing that schedule from week to week, from minute to minute, it throws everything else into a, a bit of chaos. So it has been it has been uh, interesting uh, just kind of going with the flow uh, and 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 seeing how things change in a moment's notice. Uh, and you know we uh, you know we've had a situation here where we've had uh, one of our people who cover for us. Uh, his wife has just tested positive. So, you know, we've lost somebody who's working for us um, until he's all clear and ready to go. So, um, you know, we're we're going to make sure that he's safe and everybody he comes into contact, you know, that he doesn't come into contact with anybody. And so it's affected everybody. And, and that's just how things are. And um, it has made for some interesting matchups in games that we wouldn't normally see. So that has been fun. Um, and you kind of see the teams that want to play somebody. Um, and think they're pretty good, and then you see some teams who maybe are are just ready to take a week off because they're banged up. So um, when their opponent cancels on them, so it's uh, it's definitely been a year like no other. Um, but we're rolling along, and and like I said before, it's seven weeks in, and um, the playoffs are right around the corner. So we're we're getting to the point. Once you get in the playoffs, uh, teams will naturally eliminate themselves. Uh, so it, it it will it will whittle itself down. But uh, I think it's great for these kids to at least just have a chance to play, whether it's two, three, four, five, six, seven, or 13 or 14 games. Well, Dion, um, before we get into um, some of the matchups that are kind of um, semi-local to Northwest Missouri, let's talk about the Kansas City area. I know that we don't really get to cover it a lot here on the podcast. I pay attention to it personally, but on the podcast, end, we really don't get get too much to it unless if St. Joe Central is playing somebody or one of the MEC schools are playing somebody. But um, there are a lot of good teams in the Kansas City metro area on the Kansas City side. Um, Talk about some of those teams. Well, I tell you, you know, on the Missouri side, we've got, you know, in class six, we've really got a balanced group of teams. Um, north of the river, you've got Liberty and uh, Liberty North that are playing really good football. Liberty's ranked number one in the state in class six. At least Summit West is playing really well. Rockers, of course, is always good. Um, at least Summit North is good. Ray Peck is good. That's the big class. And then you go in the class five, you know, with the changes in the classifications this year, you've got some teams like Grain Valley and Platte County. They're up in class five. It would have been some top-ranked teams in class four and they're up in class five along with state power web city. So um, class five went from small amount of teams and not being as competitive as you would like for the last few years to now that it's balanced out with uh, 50 plus teams along with, you know, like it is in two through uh, two, three and four, uh, it really became a, a, a much better classification this year. And 
and the games down the line are going to be really good. You know, we've got a good game this week. North Kansas City's going to Park Hill South, and those are two Class 5 teams that are really solid um, and playing good football, and they're going to be battling for some position. And then you get into Class 4, and you, you've got Smithville and, and Kearney. They've kind of always been there. They've been pretty good. But you got a team in Lincoln Prep who's uh, highly ranked that's kind of really jumped on the scene out of the city. Um, and they're playing really well, and they've got one a game against Maryville this week. We're going to talk about it here in a minute, but uh, there's a lot of good depth of teams, and you're seeing some teams uh, like a you know St. Pius that has been very good uh, for a while. They've struggled for a while, and now they've kind of bounced back and got things going. They're undefeated at five and zero right now, so it's a it's a fun year, and and really you know we we overlap our coverage, Cliff, you and I do because I cover up you know the KCI and the MEC. Uh, and really, I'd say right now, one of the best games in, in what I consider the Kansas City Metro this week is in Class 1 and Mid-Buchanan and East Buchanan. It's one of our REMAX Big 3 games that we highlight each week. And uh, so, yeah, it's you're seeing a lot of good teams everywhere playing some good football. Well, uh, Dion, um, I know uh, there's some good teams on the Kansas side, too. I'm really excited for me personally off podcast is uh, Lawrence and St. Thomas Aquinas. That's one that I'm really excited <laughs> for. Number one in 6A, number one in 5A. That's going to be a real exciting game, too. Yeah, both these schools have had to fill their schedule, and they went out and, and they did it. Um, Lawrence didn't get to play. They were in quarantine. They didn't get to play Mill Valley. That was on their schedule. Uh, but they played uh, Bishop Carroll out of Wichita last week and beat them. Now they're going to play Aquinas. Aquinas stepped up and uh, played Shawnee Mission Northwest last week and beat them 35-34. These two teams are really fantastic. They've got two of the better players in the Metro, and Devin Neal, the tailback from Lawrence, and Tank Young, the tailback from uh, St. Thomas Aquinas. And, uh, this is just as good a game as you'll find. And, you know, earlier in the year, um, Mill Valley played Derby, you know, defending 5A and 6A champions in Kansas playing each other. Um, so that's what's the, been the side benefit of all this is you're seeing games th- th- that you wouldn't normally see. And uh, teams like Aquinas and, and Lawrence have stepped up and said, hey, I'll go play you. Let's find out who we are. So, no, that's a great one this week. It's, of course, one of our REMAX Big 3 games on the Kansas side. Well, let's talk about uh, one of the REMAX Big 3 games of the week, and it really got my attention. Um, I know um, it's mid-buck and east-buck, number one mid-buck, number seven east-buck, um, really because uh, there's a lot of great teams, like I mentioned, in the Kansas City air- metro area. And um, when teams like mid-buck and east-buck make the REMAX Big 3 games of the week, that's a huge deal for us here. Um, talk, about, talk about that ball game, your keys and analysis and all that good stuff. Well, you know, I talked to Coach Fritz last week for, for a podcast, and, and we're um, having Coach Ritter from East Buck on this week. And, you know, I think I think if you'd have told Coach Ritter back in in April or May, you'll be five and zero heading into this game. I think he had said sold, done. Um, you know, they're they're still a young team, and they've they've really come a long way fast. Uh, and they're going up against a very experienced team that has been doing this for the last few years. Mid Buchanan, this is this is the senior class that they've had that's been playing for pretty much since they were sophomores, um, if not some since they were freshmen. And uh, they've done everything but win a state title pretty much. I mean, they haven't got the state championship game, but they've, they've lost to uh, two really good teams the last two years in Valley Catholic and Lincoln. Uh, but, no, this is a, a game. Plus, it's just a great robbery game. And, and it's a, a one that I think that we like to get out and try and highlight these games when we can. You know, Lathrop and Lawson has been a, a big three game for us in the past. And, and so it's uh, – it's definitely one I think people should pay attention to, and we're thrilled to have the coverage of it um, and, and be talking about it and have those coaches on because I think some people, you know, they get locked into the, the Shawnee Missions of the Blue Springs and all that kind of stuff, and there's good football there. 
But I don't. I think if you're somebody who hasn't been to a small town in either Missouri or Kansas and watch football on a Friday night, uh, you're missing out because the the atmosphere is just as good as a big school, if not better, depending on where you go. Um, and it's fantastic football. They all don't have to be, you know, six foot four, three hundred and five pound, you know, linemen to to play this game and play it well. And uh, you know, for me, when I started the Examiner, I started covering the MRVC when it was just one conference, and I did Carrollton and Richmond and Lexington and all those smaller schools, and that really is where I cut my teeth. I wasn't covering Blue Springs and Blue Springs South right out of, out of the gates. I was down covering Oak Grove and Odessa and places like that. So it's fun, and I think these two teams are primed for a good game. I would definitely make Mid Buchanan the favorite. I think they're they're the big brother in this situation right now, and uh, but I think East Buchanan's a team that is has really got a chance to play well the rest of the year, and I think they're going to be a team that's going to be very good the next few years. Oh, absolutely. Uh, every single uh, media member that I've talked to um, here in the Northwest Missouri area, they are going to be at this ball game. So it is going to be very, very well attended. And um, I got one more game to ask you about. Uh, we got one of our teams, uh, Maryville. Um, they're taking on Lincoln Prep. This is a football game that was announced um, by Spectrum Sports. I believe it was back in February or March. I couldn't remember what month it was, but it was announced really early that it was going to be on Spectrum Sports. And I looked not only as a podcast, but I looked as a fan and I was like, oh my, that's a good game. Because like I said, I follow the um, Kansas City metro area. I know how good Lincoln Prep has been the last couple of years. And Maryville has been really good the past decade. Talk about this matchup. Well, and, and this is a situation where Maryville has in the past, they've always, when they get out of the MEC, they try and get go and find good games to play. And they had, also had Harrisonville on their schedule to start the season this year. Uh, Lincoln Prep playing in the Interscholastic League, um, understood as they got better, they needed to step out and play teams outside of their league. And and they've been doing that over the last few years. They added a Summit Christian. They added Pembroke Hill. Um, you know, the, those are teams that, that were, as they were climbing, they were needing to play. And last year they beat both those teams and had an undefeated regular season. This year they added Lutheran North, who was defending Glass two champions. That game never happened. It was the first week of the season. Um, they tried to add Lawrence Free State. Um, that game didn't happen. There were some quarantine issues there for Free State. Uh, so they've got Maryville here. And Maryville's coming off playing Odessa last week, which was a short-notice game. Uh, and this is a game for Lincoln Prep where they don't see a lot of option football like this. And so this is one of those that will test them. And they've got all kinds of speed and some, you know, big-time D1 players. But Maryville's, you know, option attack that they run is not something to see every day. So this is a good matchup of styles, and it will help. Lincoln Prep as they go deeper into the Class 4 playoffs because they may run into a team that plays this way. And for Maryville, much like last week, even though they didn't get the win that week, they're going to be a better team no matter what happens. Uh, and this is just playing good competition in a year when the MEC is maybe not as strong as it's been. Because we know the MEC, there's been some years where you finish fifth or sixth, you're a good football team. They don't have quite the depth that they've had this year. There's some good young teams that are getting better, but it's not you know heavy senior-loaded teams like, like there's been in the past. So for Maryville, this is a good thing for them to step out and, and, and see a good one. But, no, you're right. This is one that jumped off the page when they made made that first scheduling announcement. And, and Lincoln Prep was actively looking to up their schedule, and their school district, Kansas City, Missouri School District, allowed them to not play all of their uh, fellow teams to enhance their the, their schedule. And I think that's going to be I think that's going to be a great ball game. Everybody can't see they can um, watch it on Spectrum Sports. Um, but, Dion, um, before we let you go here, um, anything you want to plug, anything about the website, any other um, any other deals you want to plug before we get out of here? Well, you know, just uh, the, the easiest way to follow us is just to get on Twitter and follow at Preps KC. And, and I, 
I tweet out pretty much everything we put on there uh, from the podcast to the game stories. I mean, we have columnists, you know, three or four columns a week from uh, veteran writers who've been covering high school football in the Metro for, you know, some decades, some, some, you know, five, six, seven, eight years. Uh, and they bring different perspectives to it. Uh, we've of course got great videos on our YouTube channel. You should subscribe to that. Uh, and really on, you know, Friday night into Saturday, you know, we've, we've kind of blanketed the, the Metro we're hitting, between our, ourselves and our media partners, the Examiner, uh, the St. Joe News Press, and 41 Action News, uh, we will hit, you know, 25, 30 games along with, you know, recaps from some of our games that we have through our Digital Scout Live uh, stat system. So we've got a little bit of everything. If you want to follow it, uh, of course, you can just go to your phone and follow, uh, you know, go to prepskc.com in your browser. And it's totally mobile-friendly mobile, mobile friendly and a really good way to see it. So, no, it's, uh, you know, Twitter's the, Twitter's the easiest way to find us if you're on Twitter and Facebook as well. Um, but if not, just go to prepskc.com and, um, there's, there's something for everybody. If you, if you like to listen to podcasts, we've got that. If you like watching some video highlights, we've got that. If you like reading your, your good old game story, we've got that. If you want to look at the stats from a game, we've got that. If you want to see some of the best photos, uh, that you'll see, um, from our, our guys who shoot for us and some great contributors, uh, that give us, share us photos with us, we've got that too. So. Um, we try and get everything out there and, and get the coverage for all these kids. And uh, we're not a recruiting service, so we're not out here, you know, just focusing on one or two kids. We're focused on teams and games and things like that. We're coverage of the sport, not just uh, recruiting. So that's what we do. Um, we're thrilled that we get to do it. Um, I, we were always very lucky to be able to have this company and be successful. Uh, and we know even more this year that we're even more uh, lucky because of the way things are right now. Well, absolutely. Uh, Dion, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. And um, like I said, it's always been a big fan of Preps KC, so it was definitely a pleasure to have you on. And uh, good luck to you and your crew on Friday. Thanks a lot, Cliff. And keep up the good work. And I know you've been a huge fan of high school football. And, and uh, you know, we've corresponded some over the last decade or so. And I think it's a great thing you're doing up there in Northwest Missouri. If you ever need for Preps KC, don't hesitate to ask. Uh, you are a great friend of uh, Preps KC. And um, keep up the good work and, and uh, glad to see you in the arena making a difference.